0: What's going on, my podcast listeners? This is your host, Rafał Matuszewski, and we are getting into another great episode that's going to be under 10 minutes, and we're going to talk about ankle mobility. I recently posted a 15 minute kin stretch workout on all ankle specific um, movements, and one particular thing that we covered in that video was ankle dorsiflexion and I wanted to talk about ankle mobility for a while so I'm happy that I actually made a video on my YouTube page for Kintra specifically as every time I do an assessment on a new client um, a lot of them will come to me for either hip pain low back pain and Funny enough, I would say at least half the time, when I check the person's ankle mobility, usually one side has a little bit more than the other. And it also then has a relation to the side that they have low back pain or hip pain. So when you start thinking about, I have one ankle that moves better than the other anytime I squat or lunge I'm gonna favor the side that has a little bit more range of motion because naturally what's gonna happen is your body's gonna go into the path of least resistance and once you understand that it's kind of a it's a bad analogy but it's a ticking time bomb before something goes. And what you need to understand about injuries and flare ups and things like that, is it's never, you do one motion, and that's what the catalyst is for the injury. It's based off of a repetitive nature. So if I have an ankle that's a little bit stiffer than the other side, I squat, X amount of times uh, every week, and in a month I squatted 47 times under X amount of load, and I do that for six months straight. Usually then, that one rep, you feel it in your low back or hip, or the next day something's really sore, and you're like, well, what the hell? I've been like training consistently, I don't know why I'm hurting, And it's because of the accumulative effect that your tissues couldn't support that capacity and load for that amount of time. So a lot of times when people come to me and I do their assessment, I start educating them. And I always like joke around that, you know, (laughs) sometimes the assessment goes beyond the hour because as I see things, I want to explain to the individual what my thoughts are of why things are hurting, why things are moving the way they are, and what kin stretch and proper training can actually do for them. And the moment I start seeing ankle stuff, literally the simple solution is like, let's give you more ankle range of motion. Now everyone's a little bit different, and I always use this example is that when I was in high school, I used to skateboard a lot, like a lot, and my left ankle, because I was a regular rider, so I always had my left foot in front when I rode, that's the ankle that would constantly get injured. I would roll my ankle, I would take a lot of impact, and that's what caused a lot of stiffness in that ankle. So when it comes to sports, that's the other thing too, is that I always ask people if they ever played a sport in high school or college, because your body will adapt to that stimulus. And for me, skateboarding, I adapted to that stimulus because I used to skateboard every single day for hours without end, and I got pretty good at it. So having that adaptation on my left ankle just naturally being more stiff, I now have limitations of my left ankle. But now because I've done kin stretch for so long, left and right ankle dorsiflexion are pretty much equal. But what's interesting is that my left side, when I do ankle cars or any kind of ankle circle, for those who don't know what ankle cars are, you can hear literally the scar tissue like exploding. (laughs) That's the best way to explain it is when you have those like cracks um, cracking noises in uh, your joint because you just moved it. So my ankle just sounds like it pops like nonstop. So the feel of that left ankle is so different than my right to a point where my talus bone actually kind of sits forward a little bit more. And that has been diagnosed by multiple chiropractors and physios. They're like, "Oh, this ankle's really funny," and I'm like, "I know." <laughs> so, depending on your history, there there's a lot that we would have to get through, right? So, if one of your ankles is the one that you constantly um, have rolled or injured or have broken, then that's going to play a huge role in the mechanics of your squat and your lunge. So I always tell people, like, there's always gonna be anatomical consequences every time you injure yourself, right? There's more work to be done to fix whatever you did. And I think people need to understand this construct because most people when they injure themselves, they kind of just wait it out until it's good. And they're like, yeah, so um, I'm good. and I can go back to what I was doing. You know, maybe best case scenario, they go see a physio in Cairo to get a couple of treatments and they're like, yeah, so it doesn't hurt anymore, so I'm good. But it's beyond that. So if you are experiencing low back pain or hip pain, there is a good chance that you might have an ankle that doesn't move as well as the other one and you're shifting yourself into the path of least resistance and over time could cause some issues. I'm going to leave it there. Hopefully that kind of opened your eyes. If you guys have any questions on ankle mobility, hip pain, low back pain, or just training in general, feel free to reach out. Add me on Facebook, add me on Instagram, add me on TikTok, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's it for me, you guys. Until next time.